What's up, everybody? My name is Adam, and I'm the host of the You Know Adam Same podcast, the show that is dedicated on bringing on passionate people, learning about their stories, and delivering value to entrepreneurs. So if that's what you're interested in, go ahead and follow, like, and subscribe. You know what I'm saying? How's it going, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the You Know Adam Same podcast, where you get to know just a little bit more about people, passions, and all things business. Today, sitting across the way, I have Miss Mindy Fair, the best personal trainer in Statesboro. And I'm so excited to have you on the show because what you've done is you've taken a personal passion of yours and turned it to multiple different streams of income. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, Mindy, I have to ask, you know, uh, what does it take to become the best trainer in Statesboro? Oh, goodness. Well, I feel like I have a lot of experience. Okay. I started teaching great fitness when I was 18. Okay. And loved it. Um, I love connecting with people. And um, I think a lot of it has to do with, you know, people come to me because they're either, they have a goal, some kind of health goal, whether it's get stronger or lose weight or get ready for an event, whatever that may be. And um, and so I feel like I have helped a lot of people do that. That's amazing. Um, I have to kind of like ask, uh, at 18, mm-hmm. uh, where were you training at? It was Gold's Gym back in the day. In Statesboro, Georgia? Yes. yes. Fantastic. So you are what they call a local. I'm an OG. <laughs> OG. <laughs> Gold's Gym. Uh, Gold's Gym, for those that, you know, uh, Statesboro lore, uh, I believe was in that plaza where Orchid is, yes. is right? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. where kind of like everything started. Was that the first gym in Statesboro? To my knowledge, yes. Okay. Yes. And how was that experience? I started working out there in high school. Okay. So some friends and I, we would go and work out together. And then I had another friend that started teaching group fitness. And I thought, well, you know, I'll do it too. And we just, you know, it was nice because you would go and work out and get paid to work out. And so um, that's really how it started. It was probably more for vain purposes back then. Yeah. But um, but it really, it became a lifestyle. I love that. So, yeah. uh, were you always into fitness even back in the day? Um, when I was younger, no. I mean, I did dance and I played um, softball for like a minute. Uh-huh. Um, what position? Oh, gosh. I don't even remember. Oh, come it on. Was, don't do it that. It was bad. It was bad. <laughs> it was very short-lived. Um, so, so I don't think of myself really as like a – I guess I am an athlete, but I didn't consider myself an athlete. Mm. And then um, when I got older, so we started running. Some friends and I that lived in the neighborhood, we would run – um, we, my, where I used to live was across from the hospital. Okay. So we'd run down fair road to Wendy's and back and that was three miles. Okay. And, um, and that's really how we got started. So I ran track and cross country when I was in high school. Wow. So. And then, uh, you started getting into the gym, mm-hmm. uh, saw there that there was an opportunity to kind of, uh, you know, lead classes mm-hmm. and, you know, were you nervous during that first class? Did you oh, feel yeah. it? Oh, you were? <laughs> What, yes. what, back, what was the activity? Because, like, I know that, you know, fitness has very – it's always moving, right? There's yeah. always new things on yeah. the horizon. What back were the then, classes back then? It was a lot of cardio. Cardio? So, like, I mean, this is going to date me, but think Jane Fonda where they're jumping around and doing jacks and, you know, honeys. And now we call it high-intensity interval training. Okay. 
But then that was like the whole class. Gotcha. Like you were doing or step aerobics where you're okay. stepping up and down on the step and you're there's like a board, right? Mm-hmm. And then you're kinda like getting on mm-hmm. off. And I think that to a certain extent that still exists. Right, right. Today. Like hip hop step is really popular today. Got you. So, Got you. Yeah. And uh can you take me back to that first class? Like t- talk to me about emotions that uh were kind of oh, like running. I'm pretty sure that my voice was shaking <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that I was probably red. But um, and back, it's like now you face the class when you're teaching. Back uh-huh. then, you had your back to them. Interesting. But I was like on a little stage and facing the mirror, and they're all with me with their steps. And I mean, we just kind of did it. I don't even know if it was any good, but I, but I mean, they asked me to come back, so it couldn't have been that terrible. How but, many people were in the class? Oh, uh, they had a pretty big group fitness room. So there was probably 20 in there. Wow. For your first class. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. But I had been taking classes, so I knew a lot of the people. Okay. So a lot of them were like, Mindy, you got this. Come on, let's let's go. So, Uh you know, that was nice because it wasn't a bunch of strangers. That's right. And and kind of, you know, when you finished your first class coming off the stage, Mm -hmm. uh, was there, do you remember kind of like what emotions were? Total relief. (laughs) relief. I was like, I did it. Okay, if I did it once, I can do it again. That's amazing. Um, but yeah, yeah. And then uh, I'm assuming that was there any kind of like sudden, like, you know, something went off in your head, like, I love this or? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and you have to be certified. So okay. I got I got certified to teach. Um, you have to have your um, CPR certification. Wow. So I got that. And, you know, that was that was just the beginning. You know, in this day and age, I think fitness has become something of a very popular uh, thing that a lot of people enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, to a certain extent, maybe um, oversaturated, to say the least. There's a lot of different coaches out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, back then, was it just as competitive where everybody wanted to potentially, like, coach and lead classes? I think it was a little different. Okay. I don't think it was as competitive then um and things have changed so much because back then everything was so cardio focused now you know we're really realizing that we've got to prioritize strength training because you've got to build muscle and especially you know women and men as we age we lose muscle mass so that that has definitely changed i also think that with social media and you know the internet there's so many people that you know they do it online yeah. or they sell programs that you can buy their program um maybe not as much one-on-one so it just depends on the person there's so many different aspects that you can dive into That's um right. but yeah i do think more and more people are getting into fitness and health and wellness just because we're realizing that it's needed absolutely and um and for most of us we love it you know that's that's why we do it. I love that. <laughs> so talk to me, you know, you, you, you get to the gym, you start kind of like doing these classes mm-hmm. and then kind of like what happens next? What's the next kind of like big thing that happens for you in this journey? Um, well, I moved to Charlotte and I taught at a bunch of different um, gyms there. So that was kind of cool because I had a lot of different gyms. So I could, you know, each gym has its own personality. Sure. So like one was a women's gym and one was a YMCA and one was, you know, like a big box gym, like a Gold's gym. And so that gave me an opportunity to kind of learn and do new things. I also got SPIN certified while I was there. So I started teaching cycle classes. Um, So then I I, I hung out there for almost three years. Then I was like, you know what? I'm really ready to go home. So I came back and started my personal training business. Love that. Yeah. Love that. How was Charlotte during that time? 
I loved it there. There was mm-hmm. a lot to do. It was it was great to get out of Statesboro for a minute. And when I left, I was like, I'm never coming back. And then I got there and I was like, I kind of miss my family <laughs> and I kind of miss home. So I guess I'm going back. But um, but it was a good decision. I so. love that. So, you know, I, I connect with that story as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I spent some time in California. And um, afterwards, you know, I made the decision to come back because I saw, you know, Statesboro as great opportunity. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, I mean, you mentioned that, you know, there was family that really that you were missing. Um, was there anything else that kind of like pulled you back into the area? The beach. The beach. <laughs> yes. What, how, how far so is Charlotte? Charlotte, the- Charlotte was like four hours from the beach. There's a lake there. Mm. But, you know, you have to have a friend with a boat. Mm-hmm. So um, so I was missing the beach and I was being able to be at the beach in an hour. Yeah. You know, you can't beat that. That's my happy place. Gotcha. So, so the beach brought you back to the borough. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> when you started your personal training business, um, how challenging was that? Um, well, that's a funny story. So I had another friend that was going to people's homes and training them. And a lot of the a lot of the people that she was training, I knew because we had grown up in the same church together. And so we, you know, I knew a lot of them. And she was wanting to get out because she was having babies and life was just changing. And so she was like, here, take these clients. How many clients were there? I want to say, we'll just say 10. 10. Yeah. So not, you know, a great start. Yes, a great start. Not a huge clientele. And we built it from there. But and a lot of those people I still train today. That's amazing. Yeah. Why do they come back to you? Because they love me. (laughs) No, I think it's just the connection. And um, and we try to mix it up like every so often I'll go and get a new certification or go to a conference just to mix things up because, you know, you never want to be bored. Yeah. And there's so many different things that you can do these days. Like I'm also bar certified, which is very focused on core and glutes and lower body and, um, you know, kind of ballet moves, but I'm not graceful. So it's mine is more of like athletic bar. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, and then we do some boxing. We, we just mix it all up just mm-hmm. so we're not we're not we're never bored it's never the same that's right Mm -hmm. um talk to me about so you've seen kind of like the landscape of statesboro as a community Mm -hmm. uh change through the years uh under fitness right like and it has kind of like made uh different movements and different changes Mm -hmm. um give me a little bit of that history right like you know what in your eyes like what has changed for statesboro we definitely have a lot more fitness centers, whether that's gyms, studios, um, you know, there's a lot more to choose from. Mm -hmm. And, and I think that's a good thing because competition is good. You know, it keeps us on our toes. Um, It also, I also tell my clients, if you're doing a workout and you absolutely hate it, Mm -hmm. then do something else, like Mm -hmm. find something that you like so that you'll stick with it. Because if you hate it, you're not going to stick with it and you're not going to get results if you don't stick with it. That's right. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you talk a lot about your clients and, you know, from what I can tell, your clients absolutely adore you. What what too. about your training? Because uh, training is a lot about pushing people to the limit, mm-hmm. right? Like how hard can you get someone to, you know, get to that point? Right. Um, and how do you kind of approach that, right? Like what, what tips or tricks would you advise, uh, you know, your clients in being able to kind of, you know, stick through and push through the end. Because, I, you know, I, I actually hear a lot of wh- what you said about, like, you know, find something that you enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. But the enjoy doing doesn't mean that you're just, like, 
walking on the treadmill right. at, at, you know, 2.0. You know, yeah, yeah, like that Speed doesn't, that doesn't, go. that doesn't yeah. do anything for right. you, right? right. So right. how do you kind of like, you know, connect with your clients on that level? Um, well, I'm a natural encourager. Mm. So I encourage them, but I also remind them, look, you're here, you're here to work. Mm-hmm. So um, a lot of, t- I try not to call people out, you know, I do a lot of group training. So a lot of times I'll, you know, I'll just remind them, look, you've got 10 seconds. This is your, because we do a lot of intervals, like we'll time mm-hmm. it. And so it's 45 seconds, and then they have like a 10-second break to get to the next thing. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'll tell them, 10 seconds, this is your time to push. Let's go. And, you know, they they know, okay, I came to work out. Yes, let's get it done, but let's not go through the emotions because I'll tell them. I'm like, come on, guys. Like, I know it's Monday, but let's let's go. You've got this. That's right. So um, just reminding them why they're there. What advice would you have for somebody that's trying to get into this industry? Find your lane. There's so mm-hmm. many different aspects of it. You can be a personal trainer. You can be a strength trainer. You can be um, a group fitness instructor. You can do so many different things. Um, for me, my lane is women's health. That has, you know, not that I can't help guys get healthy too, but mainly women is my focus. And um, and so I think you have to figure out like what your niche is. Um, you know, I have we have different trainers at the gym and. One is really great with mobility and, you know, another one is really great with strength coaching. So, you know, people have to find their specific niche, like what they're what they want to focus on. I think this is great advice, not only for somebody that's in health and wellness, Mm -hmm. but also just overall. Right. Um, Because, you know, in business, there's so many different areas that you can cover. Right. Finding something that, you know that you align with and also mm-hmm. enjoy. Yes. Um, yes. I love the fact that you uh, are doing a lot of women's fitness. And what has that led to, like, in terms of opportunities for you? Well, I also have a business with Arbon, Okay. Which is multi-level marketing. And, um, and I started that years ago. But all of it works together because it's all health and wellness. Mm-hmm. So, um, so a, a lot of my, you know, personal training and Group fitness clients are also Arbonne clients because we have, you know, nutrition, we have skincare, we have things that um, it's all focused on mind and body. And that's really what I work on with my clients, like even in fitness, because I'll tell them, you know, they're wanting to get in shape or lose weight. And they're walking around saying, I'm so fat. I'm so out of shape. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, you can't say that anymore Mm -hmm. because if you keep telling yourself that, that's what you're going to keep getting. So even though it sounds crazy, you have to say I'm in the best shape of my life. I am fit and firm or, you know, whatever the affirmation is. But I remind them that they've got to, you know, be nice to themselves. Positivity. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, would you say that to your best friend? Come on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So treating, treating, um, you know, oftentimes we are tougher on ourselves than oh, yeah. we are on our other people. Yeah. Um, there's a few things in here that I want to kind of like cover. And you mentioned Arbon. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did you get involved with uh, multi-level marketing, right? Mm-hmm. Multi-level marketing has oftentimes this really negative connotation around it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I have some experience in that realm, but I wanted to hear a little bit about your story and how you got involved in that program. One of my clients actually told me about it. Okay. And um, and at first I was like, ew, no, I would yeah. never do that. What were you thinking in your mind? I thought it was like, I don't know, I guess I thought of like the Avon lady or mm. the Tupperware lady where they're running around and here's your Tupperware. Here's, you know, I don't know, door to door or something. I didn't really know what it was. 
And um, and she said, you know, Mindy, you, you would be really good at this. It goes right along with what you're doing with personal training. People are going to use, you know, protein and vitamins and things like that anyway. Why not introduce them to a cleaner product that you trust? And then when they order, they can get a discount and you get a little kickback from referring them. And I mean, people do that all the time. Yeah. So once once I realized how simple it was, um, and once I tried the products, I mean, I loved them. Mm. And so I was telling people about it anyway. It's just like, you know, one of my favorite restaurants is so yummy. So I tell hey. people about it, you know. Thank you. Um, so it's the same thing. It was like, well, I'm drinking this protein and I'm taking these vitamins and I'm drinking my fizz for energy and I feel great. And so... You know, once they try it, they love it too. So, yeah, I think in here, you know, when you hear hear MLM, mm-hmm. uh, y- there's a lot of organizations and companies out there that have not put it in the best light. Right. Right. They focus so strongly on the sales aspect, mm-hmm. where they're just trying to close the deal so right. they can get to the next person to close right. the deal. Um, and that was kind of like my experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, I. I got signed up. I say I got signed up. Uh, I willingly signed up right. uh, for a, a MLM that they were focused on a, a single SKU. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and I remember that moment that I was, because they, you know, they bring you into this grand room and they tell you the story and there's, they're expert salespeople, mm-hmm. right? Like ev- I even remember like certain moments and a- afterwards, like the thing in my mind was, Man, I got sold, right? Like, right. you know, and, and and I never want anybody to feel that way. That's right. Yeah. And I, so so you know what I can tell here is that it's different. You are really trying to uh, assist the people that you are yeah, working with. Yeah, trying to with. solve a problem. Yes, that's yeah. right. And what has that resulted in? Um, well, right now we're in the middle of a 14-day reset. So okay. we're really focused on nutrition and prioritizing protein and working out and eating our green vegetables and um and so a lot of them, like one of my clients came up to the gym yesterday and gave me a big hug. She was like, thank you so much. My clothes are fitting different. I feel so much better. So, um, you know, that we're in the middle of that. But that's the that's the main point of it is um, to just help people feel better. Yeah. You know, I, I love this aspect. So you said that you are leading your entire uh, Arbon, you know, community mm-hmm. to go through this reset. Is that mm-hmm. what, what I hear? Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of them are clients. Um, some are like my sisters. They're not even in my organization. They're just my, a good friend. So that's the other thing I love about it is the connections that I've mm. made, like the friends. But like I have friends that live all over that I would have never met if I yeah. wasn't in Arbon. But, so. but all these people are doing the reset together? Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. Is that something that Arbon does as an organization or is this something that you do? do? Um, well, a lot of us coach people through. So there's a 30-day program. I decided to do a 14-day one because sometimes people have commitment issues with 30 days. <laughs> so I was like, we'll do 14 and sure. it's been going. And then I was, then my thought is they're going to feel so great. They're going to keep going. Sure. Um, But 14 days is a little bit less commitment. But um, we have a Facebook group. And so I post in there. There's tons of recipes. Um, We all share like, oh, this is my shake that I had this morning. This is my favorite. Or um, this was my lunch that I had today. And, you know, we just share ideas and things like that. But we're really focused on staying hydrated, drinking water, um, your greens, your protein, like really just focusing on that. So, and, and I think in here, you know, that is one difference that I do see with Arbonne versus kind of like 
uh, other MLMs mm-hmm. is the sense of community. Yeah. The sense of community is huge, right? Yeah. Like we as in this digital age of all of us are on our phones right. and like looking at social media, I think it becomes even more uh, important for that community be, to be built. We're, yeah. we're almost seeking that out, yes. right? The yes. fact that you can, you know, go on this path with other people around the world. Mm-hmm. World, yeah, or is it the U.S.? Yeah, no, we're in uh, we're in other countries too: Australia, UK, Canada. You know, we're we're expanding. That's so awesome. It's exciting. That's super exciting. So, uh, when did you get involved with that? In Arbonne. Uh huh. So I opened my account just for the discount for two in two thousand two. Okay. And I was like, you know, I I really. My friend was very persistent, and I was like, I'm just going to try this stuff. If I don't like it, she said, I can send it back. Like, sure. you know, that was my whole mentality. I was like, no, if I don't like this, I can send it back. She said, yes. So I tried it. I was like, well, this stuff is actually pretty good. So mm-hmm. then I started trying, you know, different products, and the more I used, the more I liked it. And then I thought, well, you know, if I told a few people about it, that would, like, offset my cost for my stuff. Sure. So I really just started, like, Hey, you want to try this? I uh-huh. really like this and this. Sure. And that's just where it went from there. And it just so, took off. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, during this process, uh, how have you enjoyed growing with Arbon? Um, well, it's definitely helped me be more confident. Mm-hmm. Um, and the focus really is on connecting with others. So that's that's a big part of it. Um I've had a lot more freedom. Yeah, talk to me about that. So when my, I'll, I'll probably tear up talking about my kids, but um, oh, here we go. So I was able to stay home with my kids when they were young. You wouldn't have been able to do that otherwise. No, no. No way. Yeah. And Arbon paid the bills, and I'll get it together in a minute. But it's okay. I love my kids, and I can. I'll you know I can never replace that because when they're young that's when you want to be with them because then they grow up and they're gone so anyway sorry that is amazing <laughs> you know uh i i don't often uh have you know that much emotion but the pa- the fact that that business and that opportunity has been so freeing for you yeah i think is huge and that's why i think a lot of women you know get into Arbon because they want that freedom too mm-hmm. Um, and the income, you know, some people really love their job, but they just want extra income or they really want to be home with their kids. And Arbonne is the way to replace their income so they can do that. Um, there are just so many different people from so many walks of life in Arbonne. Um, I love that I can work at part time, but make great income and still do all the other things, you know, still a mom, Maddox is 16, Lonnie's 10, Mm -hmm. um, I can still do all those things and still have two successful businesses. You know, I'm busy at the gym with my clients, but then I'm also, you know, helping people get healthy there and through nutrition and and coaching. Um, And it's a lifestyle for us. Like my kids even drink protein shakes at the house. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Um, Talk to me about kind of like, you know, as a trainer, um, is it, do you have to have something that kind of helps supplement that income? Because that's what I hear, right? Like uh, mm-hmm. during this all process, it's like, you know, Arbon was the one that was really like freeing for me. Yeah. Um, well, so especially, so I'll give you an example. 
I love training, but if something happens to me and I can't train, then that income stops. Mm. So after I had Lonnie, she was a newborn, I broke my ankle. Oh, no. Yeah. So what are you I was, doing? I was walking through a yard. No, you weren't. <laughs> it just snapped. Oh, my goodness. Um, but so I was home with the newborn and, you know, I had to have surgery, um, which is good as new. I still run and do all the things. Mm-hmm. But... You know, I'm laid up on the couch with my foot propped up, laying there with Lonnie. She's the baby. And so, obviously, for, I don't know, at least two or three months, I really was not doing any group fitness or personal mm-hmm. training. Uh, um, but what I had built from Arbon, that income was still coming in. Mm-hmm. So, otherwise, I would have had zero. Yeah. You know, other than, obviously, Rob has income, too. But... Me personally. That's right. You know. I think that that's a that's an interesting point because, you know, as a trainer and, and I think a lot of businesses sometimes think in this way mm-hmm. is, you know, a business is really built around the team that, you know, is able to kind of like assist. Right. And, yeah. And so if you have to be there in order to create the income, what you really created is more of a job for yourself. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so there there is a difference there. And I yeah. think that that is uh, some foresight that uh, oftentimes uh, business owners or, uh, you know, trainers even yeah. don't see. Yeah. Um, for you, kind of how, you know, one, once you have kind of like settled into Arbonne um, and also kind of like your personal training, uh, what is kind of like next on the horizon? Like, what do you, what, what other things are you looking towards? So a few things. Okay. Um, I am finishing up a holistic nutrition certification. Okay. So learning some new things with that. Um, really focusing on like the whole, we mentioned mind body, you know, if somebody is eating all the right things, but telling themselves that they're out of shape and overweight then obviously there's going to be some self-sabotage that can work their way in. So really working through that and helping um, them just by, you know, counseling them Mm -hmm. and giving them some solid advice. Um, Also, I'm working towards a new promotion with Arbonne. Okay. So that is on the up and up too. And then um, I also have a website, motivatewithmindy.com. Okay. And... um, that was created in 2020 when we really weren't doing as much face-to-face training. So I had I have on-demand workouts on there. And so now, moving forward, I would like to move more into that digital space, mm-hmm. which is out of my comfort zone. Is it? But, yeah, but I'm, I'm okay with learning new things. Um, so really, really working on that so that I can reach people outside of Bullock County and the surrounding area, you know, so that way they have... And even locally, I mean, some people can't make it to the gym. They mm-hmm. need to work out at home. So these are workouts that they can do on their own time at home. Um, also working on some nutritional counseling programs, um, different things that I can do online just to help people get healthier. You are doing so many things. Uh, one of the questions I have to ask is, you know, where did the entre- entrepreneurial spirit come from? Like where was, were your parents involved in any sort of you know business were they entrepreneurs themselves no not at all no i don't like being told what to do Ooh, <laughs> big I learned, facts I learned big that facts very very early on so um yeah <laughs> can you give me an example of a story do you have any stories here oh gosh let me think okay i worked as a pediatric dental assistant in a okay. former life when wow. i moved to charlotte that's okay. what i was doing and then i was 
you know, you can't really teach group fitness full time because your body can't do it and you don't make that much money. Sure. So I was working as a dental assistant and a friend of mine said, hey, I'm going on this cruise. Let's go. And I asked for the time off and they wouldn't give it to me. Oh, no. Yeah. And I was like, I'm out. I was like, I'm done. So um, I did not get to go on the cruise, but I gave my two weeks notice Uh and I moved home. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of like, Mm -hmm. okay. So came here, started personal training. And then after I started doing that, that's when Arbonne came in. And in the back of my mind, I was, and and I think she may have, she was a friend of mine too. She was a client, a friend of mine. I think she may have mentioned, you know, what if you got hurt or what if you couldn't train? And so that kind of planted that seed. And I was like, "Mm, she's right. I mean, I I believe we all need multiple streams of income. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Um, My my mom was a teacher. My dad um, worked at the lab at the hospital. They both worked very hard, retired, have done well for themselves. But my brother and I are both entrepreneurs. Really? Mm-hmm. Was there something that kind of happened in childhood that encouraged that? Or was he kind of, did you see kind of like what he was doing? Or did you see, who was first in this game? Um, I was. You were? Yeah, I'm the oldest. Yes. So um, I think I think part of it too is we're so School is set up to where you go to school, then you get out, you go to college, and then you get your degree, and then you get a job. Well, I had a really hard time narrowing down what I wanted to go to school for. Mm-hmm. Changed my major like five times. Okay. And then finally, I was just like, I, I'm, I'm not doing this. I'm done. <laughs> what, what were the different majors? Do you remember? Oh gosh, um, marketing. Okay. Something finance, which okay. is crazy. I don't know why I chose that. Money? I don't know. Um, let's see what else. Health promotions. Um, exercise science. Oh, first was biology because I thought I was going to. Nursing? Nursing? No, chart? I thought I was going to be a doctor. Okay. And then I was like, wait, I don't like to study. <laughs> this is not going to work. So I knew I wanted to do something health related. And I wanted to teach people. So that's kind of where my parents come in. My dad was in the health field. Sure. Mom's a teacher. So, I mean, you know, they're in there. But um, I just, after a while, I was like, you know, I can study for things. I can pass the certification. But I just, you know, school, you know, college track was was not for me. And then It's not for everybody. So in here, you also mentioned uh, dental, right? So, Mm -hmm. like, did you then change to uh, technical college in order to... So, in high school, I worked as a hygiene assistant. So, I assisted the hygienist. Okay, got you. So, then when I moved to Charlotte, I was a hygiene assistant and then dental assistant. Got you. So, I was trained on the job. Got you, got you. You can go to um, a Gigi Tech or a technical school for that. Um, And at one point, I thought I wanted to be a hygienist, but... I'm glad I didn't do that. <laughs> you know, I, I think what's interesting here is there's uh, maybe some listeners out there uh, that are going through maybe something similar, right? Mm-hmm. Like they have all of these because, you know, when you are uh, younger, you have all these different options. When you're in college, you, you, you're not sure. Yeah. What maybe some advice would you have for them? Because you've you found your passion, right? Mm-hmm. Like at the end of the day, you came out of this with, you know, this is what I love doing. Right. What advice would you have for them in order to be able to achieve the same thing? I think they have to try different things. Like when I was at the dentist office, I didn't hate it, but I knew I didn't want to do that forever. And so I tried different things just to see, okay, I do like this, but I don't want to do that. You know, like just narrowing it down. Um, 
working different jobs, working different places. Um, that's I think that's a big part. I think a lot of people go to school and they're like, OK, I'm going to school. This is kind of like my job, too. But I mean, if you can fit in working somewhere part time, you learn a lot about what you're good at and what you're not. That's great. Um, you know, with this, how are you able to juggle all of these different responsibilities, right? Because everything follows under this umbrella of like health and fitness, mm -hmm. right? Um, but how are you able to kind of like devote time to your training, devote time to, you know, uh, Arbon, devote time to all these other different projects that you have going on? Scheduling. Okay. I have a little planner that I write in. Okay. I tried doing it on my phone. That does not work for okay. me. Okay. Um, so I have to write everything down. Okay. I even schedule in my workouts mm -hmm. because I have to get mine in too or else it doesn't happen. Um, so usually I'm an early bird getting mm -hmm. it done. But um, I'm a list maker. I have a certain schedule that I go by for personal training. That is one thing I will say for my fitness people is if you let your clients run your schedule – they will. So you have to figure out what days and times you're available, what you're willing to commit to. You know, I'll have people say, well, you train me on a Saturday or Sunday. No, I'm sorry. Mm. If I want to go and work out like maybe one Sunday, yeah, I'll meet you there. We'll work out. But I'm not committing to that every week because mm -hmm. that's my time with my family. Um, just a lot of it is just scheduling. Lonnie's in competitive cheer. So that's I feel like that's another part time job. Um you know, my husband, Rob, helps a lot. You know, he picks up my slack. If I need him to go pick up kids or, you know, whatever, he's like, okay, I got it. Um, so it's really a team effort. Yeah. yeah. Teamwork makes the dream work. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, do you have any kind of things that you are find yourself always uh, using to encourage your the people that you're training? So one of the things I often kind of like, I'll give you an example. Uh, I love the phrase, the way you do anything is the way you do everything. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I love that is because, you know, no matter if you are uh, working out mm -hmm. or you are, you know, uh, at, at the job or whatever it is, mm -hmm. I want you that person to always put, you know, the same amount of effort into every single thing that they do. Right. That, to me, helps them achieve a, a standard of excellence, right? right? You know, in training, that's oftentimes because you have like these moments when you – I'm imagining you in the class right now, just <laughs> right. like walking around. You know, do you have a mic? Not anymore. Not anymore. Our, the, so at our women's gym, it's a smaller room. Okay. And I'm kind of loud, so okay. we don't need it. So, so yeah. you know, but you are still kind of like encouraging people mm -hmm. to kind of like push through. Are mm -hmm. there any things that you try to give people in order for them to go the distance? Um, well, this phrase comes to mind. So when we're in my bar class. A lot of times you're burning, your legs might be shaking a little bit, and I'll just say, smile if you're burning, uh -huh. and they all smile at me, and I'm like, okay, we're getting it. I'm <laughs> like, we got this. But instead of them scowling at me, they're all smiling. So, mm -hmm. you know, smile is always better. But um, I just remind them that, you know, you're here to get results, so mm -hmm. let's do it, you know. And a lot of times my classes are like, 45 to 55 minutes and I'll tell them look when you're here go hard let's get it done there's no reason that it has to be an hour that's right you can get it done in 45 50 55 minutes and even less sometimes my strength workouts are 30 minutes mm -hmm. just so I can get it done um but I'll tell them if you go hard you can get it done and then you're out that's right 45 minutes of your day let's go so and I think a lot of it too is just stress relief 
and the community and the culture, like all of us getting together and encouraging each other. And I mean, most days we're cracking up laughing about something somebody said or did. And um, so, it, you know, we, we keep it fun. Talk to me about the women's gym. So I, I don't know if, you know, the general Statesboro population knows that there is a women's gym in right. Statesboro. Yeah. So it's Empower. Okay. Um, we're 24-7, so you have key card access. Um, we are staffed from 8 to 12, Monday through Saturday, and 4 to 7, or 4 to 8, Monday through Thursday evening. So that way, if people want to come in and check it out, we can give them a tour. Um, it's all women. Um, it's on Northside Drive, and it is owned by 180, but we're a separate entity. A lot of people don't realize that it's a totally separate gym. Okay. Um, so we have group fitness classes there. We have treadmills, free weights, cables, machines, all the things. Um, with this, you know, because there's that connection with what 80, is there any crossover at any point? Like in terms of like access be- between 180 and mm-hmm. Empower? There mm-hmm. is. Yeah. So if you want, we have dual access. So you can you can access both gyms if you'd like. Um, and some people do that because they have group fitness over there also. They have, you know, different things that we don't have. Um, so, and I love that. We're, we're the sister gym to 180. And, um, and it's, it's been a lot of fun. So I started there in 2021 and I had been, you know, at 180 forever. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when Gold's Gym became 180, like I went with them. Uh-huh. Um, so I really, I do miss some of the people. And so sometimes I go to 180 just to work out and say hey to people. But, um, but I do love our women's gym. Like you can't beat it. It's the, the culture, um, it's super clean. <laughs> That's what a lot of people say. It doesn't smell in here. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, but it's it's just a lot of fun. It's a great place to be. Mindy, thank you so much for being an inspiration. Thank you, thank you for making Statesboro well. Uh, I do appreciate your time, and that's the show. Thank you. Yay! Boom!